enter into that and pray into it. Lord, thank you so much for the cross. You change lives every day because of the cross. We are here because of the cross. We have seen Jesus because of the cross. We see God most fully on the cross. Thank you, Lord. We bless you. We bless you for the gift that you have given us. We, we come to you and admire it, and we, we accept it and rejoice and say thank you. Thank you for giving us Jesus. Thank you for the cross. Thank you that we can worship you and embrace you because we have been embraced by you at the cross. We bless your name, Jesus. Amen. You can have a seat. About two minutes ago, our plans changed for this Sunday. <laughs> um, and so we are going to swap and we're going to keep kids in the service and we'll do in-person kids church next Sunday. Um, we're going to be sharing a whole bunch of stories up here, and those who run Kids Church really felt like the kids would be benefit and be blessed by some of the stories that we share up here. And so we're going to take a few moments to greet one another, and parents who want to get their kids either coloring sheets or activity bins, please, or a snack. You can see Kristen, the activity bins are back there. There are coloring sheets out there. We're going to mingle. Um, please make sure you welcome other people, especially if you don't recognize them. Um, we always have visitors, and so make other people feel welcome. And in particular, if I could talk to the team that's about to share um, at the back, um, that would be great. So please make one other feel welcome, and we will regather momentarily. I'm going to invite you to return to your seats and continue those conversations afterwards. Parents, hopefully that you've got your kids set and ready to go. So there will be more kid noise in the service than usual, but we're good with that. Okay. Jesse was telling me that... Um, that when they were at the conference down in California um, taking this, this seminar, um, they actually had a couple in their group that had flown in on separate planes to come to this, and they left together on one plane um, because their marriage was restored. Um, so like they said, it, it's everything from those who just need a tune-up because everyone needs a tune-up um, to, to those that are in crisis. Um, this is something that you may want to consider. And I can give you more info if you want. There's also stuff at the back. Uh, let's pray, and we're going to do something a little different this morning. Over all the earth, you reign on high. Lord, I remember that song. You are the great king. You rule over us, over our marriages, over our families, over our children, over our, our interior lives, over the careers and the jobs, over the possessions, over our city, over our country. All of this is yours. We love you, Lord, and we worship you as the great king. Lord, this morning as we share stories about how you are, are sharing your kingdom with others, would you, would you bless those who share and would you bless it to your people that all might be encouraged and all might glorify you. In Jesus' name.
Amen. I'm pausing John for a week, and I'm going to read you a scripture and then introduce those who are going to be sharing this morning. This is Luke 10. In, in Luke 9, Jesus sends out 12 disciples and says, go let people know that I'm coming their direction, heal the sick, raise the dead, cast out demons, etc. Share the good news of the kingdom. And in Luke 10, he gets another group of 70 or 72, depending on your translation, and he sends them out to do the same thing. And when they come back to Jesus and give a report, this is what they say. These are 72 ordinary people, just like us. The 72 returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the demons submit to us in your name. And he said to them, I watched Satan fall from heaven like lightning. Behold, I have given you authority to walk on snakes and scorpions and authority over all the power of the enemy and nothing will hurt you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rejoice that your names are recorded in heaven. At that very time, he rejoiced. Jesus rejoiced greatly in the Holy Spirit and said, I praise you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and intelligent and have revealed them to infants. Yes, Father, for doing so was well-pleasing in your sight. The 72 came back and told Jesus about what God had done through them, and it produces joy in Jesus. And he says, I rejoice that I see that what you are doing is the downfall of the enemy. It's the spread of the kingdom. And I rejoice that God did it with ordinary people. I rejoice that you have hidden these things from the wise and intelligent and revealed it to the little people. We got a, a group of little people that have been going out to the city uh, week after week uh, for the last number of months. And we just want to share some stories about what that has been like. So uh, would the group come up, please? Every Sunday night, actually two out of every three Sunday nights, we head out to the streets and we, we pray over people. Um, it's been an interesting experience. We have seen God at work in really cool ways. Let me give you one there. Noah Kadju started this group. Um, Noah started this group after going to YWAM. And he came back from YWAM with this conviction that mission trips shouldn't just be for far away, that we could actually do this in the city. And that is something that God has a heart for. And so, Noah, would you share a little bit more about what we are doing and why we're doing it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um... So it was actually really cool. I got back from YWAM a year ago this week. Um, and then I shared the next week about what God was doing um, in Africa and San Francisco. And now we get to come up here and share what God has been doing um, in Red Deer. Um, so yeah, I really appreciate um, all the people that have um, come out so far. Um, basically what we do, um, we started out with training sessions on hearing God's voice, identity, um, how to pray for people um, so that we'd be prepared when we went out um, into the streets. 
Uh, and so what we've been doing since December um, has been going out downtown um, and just looking for people to pray for, um, just asking different prayer requests that they have, um, different miracles that they want to see in their lives that, that God can do for them. Um, and yeah, so I've just been, um, been really exciting to, to just see, see the people of Red Deer and, and get to pray for them. You were going to share a story yes. of uh, one cool thing that we saw God do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, we're in our group um, and we're kind of just wandering aimlessly downtown. Um, and we got to a point where like, we need to, to ask God, like, where are we going? We're just walking around for no reason right now. Um, and so we stopped and prayed um, and tried to listen to see, is there a direction that God is leading us um, for this week? Um, and we got two kind of conflicting words. One was take this path, um, go this way. And then another one of, go to the hospital and the path that uh, we took would take us to the hospital, but to emergency, not the, the main entrance. Um, so we're like, all right, I guess we can kind of take this path, see where it leads us. Um, and so we did, we, we walked along this path and we went up um, to emergency, kind of looked around. We didn't really see much. So we walked straight to the doors uh, and this man approaches us. And the first thing he says to us is like, it's great to see you guys out here, um, which is a very strange thing to say to people walking up to the emergency doors <laughs> of the hospital. Um, so we're like, all right, we thought at first, like maybe we'd seen this guy before and he just recognized us, but none of the people in our group had ever met him before. Um, so we were just like, I just go up to him and I just asked him like, hey, is, like, is there anything that um, you're wanting prayer for? And he said, forgiveness. Um, and I was like, wow, that's like a very deep, important prayer request that um, we can try and pray for you for. Um, so yeah, we just got in a group um, with him and just started asking him, like, is there anyone um, specific you, you want to forgive? And he's like, myself. And then we just led him through a prayer um, of forgiveness. Um, it was just really powerful, like, just his... Um, his demeanor throughout the whole thing. Like he was very encouraged um, by us. And it was just, I think the interaction at the beginning was so strange. I think God must've told him that we were coming and that's why he introduced himself to us like that, because there's no other explanation. Like why on earth would you greet someone that way that you have no idea who they are? Um, But yeah, that was, that was really cool. And, and one of my favorite stories so far, what we've done. Cool. Thanks, Noah. I, I should have introduced the team, so uh, my apologies for not doing that first. This is Michael Ballin, Suzanne Burnett, Maria Crawford. Maria and her husband, Roy, alternate weeks so that one can stay home with kids. So Maria's up here at the moment. Roy will come share in a little bit, I think. Uh, Sandra Cadju, Elijah Cadju, Joel Cadju as well. So this is the team. So Maria had a story that, a, a story, <laughs> a story that she was going to share um, about a guy named Jesse, I believe. Yes. Yeah. So I think it was two weeks ago or three. I can't remember. Um, we went out with hot chocolate and granola bars just to, because it's really cold in the evening and just to offer something to start the conversation in a sense. 
and I went with um, Noah. Um, also, after we went to Superstore, that area, because many times you find people there. But then we just stopped and also just paused, just listened if God wanted to send us in a, in a certain direction. We got different things, and so we went to the McDonald's that's close by there. And on the way there already, there was a guy that just walked past us, and I already thought, oh, that's interesting. And then we went to McDonald's, but to the entrance, like the back, I don't know, the place. <laughs> and then this guy comes again towards us with an empty McDonald's cu coffee cup, like kind of like, okay. And we asked, do you want hot chocolate? He says, sure, yeah. I was actually just asking. I think he said something along the lines that he was actually asking God for a hot drink. So um, we could give him hot chocolate. And then this guy starts sharing stories with us of miracles he experienced, like his walk with God, his whole life. And it was so moving. <laughs> like he had so much faith and was so, I don't know, just full of life. Although he's living on the streets, you could see it. Like he was not... He was in a tough place in his life. But I felt so encouraged and so humbled by this man speaking to us, basically. Um, yeah, that was just really special experience. We could pray together like he prayed for us. We prayed for him. And just we had actually fun with him. Like I thanked him for the visit in the end because it was like, I don't know, he told us about churches and that they didn't have money and God sent us so he could, they could renovate the whole place. And yeah, it was really cool. So um, yeah, it's funny because many times we think we go out, we're going to go help. We're going to you know, reach people and in the end, God meets us <laughs> mm -hmm. on the streets. And that is, yeah, really neat. <laughs> yeah, it was a very cool cool experience when Maria shared that and, and we were reminded that we um, this this isn't a one-way interaction where we we bring all the blessing right uh, we, we've received as well we we are handing out hot chocolates and and gloves sometimes hand warmers so thank you for the donations that you have made for that because they have been put to good use uh, thanks Maria I believe it's Michael next going to share a story about Tony yeah, Tony, we met Tony on our first night out there. We had, it, was, it was Ben, Roy, and I, and we had, we had prayed for one person, and we're kind of wandering around. I think we probably walked for about 20 minutes or so, and we came to Gates United Church, and there was a guy there uh, repacking his belongings or, or reordering them or something like that. And, and so we, we went up to him and started talking to him, and he, he told us he had just been beaten up a, a block away just moments before. So... We all uh, took turns praying for him, and at the end, Ben prayed for his healing. His his leg was was hurting. I prayed for him a couple times, and he felt some relief for that. And uh, he just started to get choked up at the end. Um, and we, yeah, I think we gave him some hits and, and things like that also. And mm -hmm. it was really special to see. Like he he just he said, uh, I think his words were. Um, it's been a long time since I've felt this kind of love, something like that. Uh, this is a guy who lives on the streets and three people just praying over him um, and he felt the love of God. Uh, that was a really special, special one. So thanks, Michael. Thanks for sharing that. I think Joel was going to share next a story about a guy named Rob, I believe. Um, <clears throat> when we went, um, it was just me and Sandra in a group one night and um, 
we we ended up running into a guy named Rob who I who I actually knew years and years ago. Um, and he was just walking downtown and so we, we just started a conversation with him and um, you could tell he 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 hadn't been in a good place over the last few years. It's been a it was a rough ride for him and so we were just listening and listening and and then at the end we just said Rob, we, we think we think the Lord wants to say something to you. Um, can we pray for you? And uh, he, he, you know, he's he's a believer, so he he said, "Yeah, of course you can." And so we just laid hands on him, and Sandra started um, praying for him, but her words. She started to prophesy over him just quietly. And it was it was what it was what God wanted to say to Rob. And it was just in a in a quiet, assuming, unassuming way. And the moment the words left her mouth and started to speak into Rob. He just started to weep, just deep weeping, uh, where his body was was, was shaking. Um, and she just, she just started to pray over him, and it actually, it actually had people stop and say, "Is something going on here?" And we had a couple people stop by and and. <laughs> And question what was happening at the moment because it was, um, it was the Lord touching down, and ministering through people. Um, the Lord wanted to speak truth into Rob's life, and and Rob needed to hear from the Lord, um, and he did. Um, Rob Rob heard from the Lord that day through broken people who were just. Uh, we're expecting God to speak, and it was, it was just really, 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 really awesome. I think Rob, at the end of it, um, yeah, he felt blessed. Thanks, Joel. I think Sander was going to share some reflections in the story as well. Yeah, so the nervous one has notes. <laughs> um, yeah, just a bit of a story, but, like, I just... I just want to encourage you guys that, um, like, if these testimonies and the things that we're sharing is, like, stirring something in your soul, um, and, but maybe, maybe there's a part of you, too, that's like, oh, that's great, this team's great, but, like, I can't do that, um, I just, I just encourage you to just remember the scriptures about how God has given us that um, spirit of boldness. Um, yeah, I don't think anybody would be surprised to hear me say that, like, power evangelism is not something that I was, uh, sort of jumping to be a part of or at all that I ever felt that I would be comfortable doing. Um, but I do feel like it's a calling for all of us. Like, we're all, we're all called to do, to do this and to, um, 
to share God's love. And he, um, he's teaching me over and over that just because I'm uncomfortable with something, it's not, um, it's not an excuse to not do it. Um, yeah, just a quick story about um, one night, like a couple months ago, I just felt like I had nothing to give. Like I was just spent. I was just emotionally and um, physically just drained and really tired. <laughs> and um, God literally brought 2 Corinthians 12, 12, 9 to life in me. My grace is sufficient in you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Um, my team that night was Joel, Elijah, and myself, and God had us encounter, I think, like seven women and one man, which is not at all typical. Usually we see about, I don't know, maybe two or three women total, and these were women that were um, most likely working on the streets. Um, they were alone. They weren't accompanied by men for the most part. Um, so yeah, obviously it was more appropriate for me to start those conversations and pray for these women um, rather than Joel or Elijah do that. So yeah, just where I felt like I just was going to take a step back and be a little bit quieter that night and maybe not be praying over people. Um, like, I think that God just used that. And um yeah, he used my weakness to show his power, and he strengthened me, and um, yeah, that night I just felt, um, I just felt really directed by him. I felt really um, in step with the Spirit, and just even how to specifically pray for these women. Um, yeah, so I just, I just encourage you guys that um, whether whether it be joining Sunday night or whatever God's calling you to do, just to lean into that boldness. And like none of us can do these things well without, without depending on him and without him guiding us. So, but it's for all of us, not just for us. So just an encouragement there. Thanks, Sandra. I think a lot of us felt that way, that this was not where an area we would normally have felt like, oh, I can't wait to jump in and do that. Um, I felt somewhat roped in because if Noah was doing it and asking me to help, right? But we have seen God provide and work through people who wouldn't necessarily have gravitated to this and actually found, uh, no, God's blessed us through this time as well. So, um, thanks, Sandra. Suzanne, I think you had a story to share as well that I added last minute. Last minute, okay. Um, we had the opportunity uh we were headed towards Superstore, um, Noah and Sandra and myself, um, to the parking lot. And we happened to see a woman approaching vehicles. And um, I think I had my own assumptions about what was going on. Anyways, she came to us next and she said, could you help me? Like, I'm really hungry and I just, I could use a sandwich. <laughs> and I was um, kind of floored, <laughs> like, oh, that's what you're asking for? Absolutely. So we actually went into Superstore um, with her and uh, she knew what she wanted and we went and, and, um, and got bread and peanut butter and it was just so interesting. Um, 
I think, no crying. I think that um, God has been showing me through scripture and through this experience that we are all image bearers. We're all his children. And I think a part of me had forgotten that. And as we're going through this grocery store and this mama's talking about her kids and how she would shop for them and we had the opportunity, you know, she said, well, I like this particular brand, but I know it's too expensive, so let's get this one. And it was just like, Sandra was so gracious. And she's like, nope, we're going to get that one. You like that one? We're going to get that one. And you like this kind of bread? Let's get it. And um, I think that um, God is using his people to um, embolden us in our faith and to challenge us from those levels of comfort to say, um, you can do this because of the power that you have and the authority that you have in me, not because of what you can do, because I'm going to, I'm going to blast through that. I'm going to, I'm going to change lives because of who I am. <laughs> Thanks, Suzanne. I don't think Michael needs two microphones. So. <laughs> um, there was a story about a hug and it, it was from either Suzanne or Sandra that we didn't get to. Do you guys remember that one well enough to tell it? Um, yeah, so this was the same night that I was feeling like I was going to really just step back and not pray for people. <laughs> and um, God directed us to, we were um, in front of Turning Point, and God directed us to go in behind Turning Point into the back alley, which we hadn't done before. Um, and out popped a lady named Margot, and she approached us and um, was really open in sharing some things. And um, I just, I just felt like, like her heavenly Father wanted to give her a touch and wanted to give her love. So I just, I just asked her. Like it sounded kind of weird even to me. So, <laughs> but I just asked her like. Margo, is it okay if I just like give you a hug and you and you receive it from your heavenly father? And she was like, yeah. And she just kind of melted into my arms and like who knows when the last time she got a hug was. Um, yeah. And then I was just able to pray his love and his words over her. And thanks for sharing that. We've had we've had lots of cool stories like these. Um, these are definitely the highlights. We've also had lots of just weird interactions and challenges, and and like wow, that that was different. I we're learning as we're going, but it, it's been good. Like there was one time where even we've got like ridiculed and rejected. It, it was Joel and myself, and was it Elijah or Noah that night? Elijah, and th this guy would interact with us. Uh, he, he he could talk church, right? And then, then when we're asking him, you know, is there anything you need prayer for? He just started mocking us. It's like, I don't need your prayers. I pray for me. I don't. We don't need you. And it was really good. It was like, I, you know, that scripture came to mind of, of you know, um, that that blessed are you when they they persecute you, right? And this was this is such a, a low level, but I still felt like. I'm getting blessed right now. <laughs> um, so it, but we we headed out to the streets. I know I did with a lot of um, trepidation. That uh, this is not my area of expertise. These are not my people, right? I, I don't fit into this crowd. And in fact, we've had people tell us 
we can tell you're not from down here, right? In, in more um, colorful language sometimes. Um, but God has provided as we have gone. And it has been really, really cool. So we're just going to share a couple of reflections now. Michael, do you want to go first? Sure, sure. Um, yeah, one thing I noticed is um, the response that we get. Um, we don't, I don't think we really get rejected at all when we're going up to people. And um, there's a few that, that don't want to be prayed for, but they'll just politely decline and move on. And, uh, yeah, and the people we pray for, they're, we carry on conversations with them. They open up to us and we're able to figure out what they need prayer for. And they're just thankful in the end. Yeah, we've, we've witnessed a lot of gratitude. Um, thanks, Michael. I found, <laughs> I found um, that one of the things that's been most interesting to me is often when we ask people for what, what they're praying for um, is connection, um, lost connection. Um, and the first thing they think of is not themselves. It's almost always someone else that they want prayer for this person. Um, prayer for connection with that person, but also just the selflessness. I know Sandra and I have had a couple of times where we've been gifted things when we're, you know, bringing mitts or tubes and people are like, okay, well, wait, I want to give you something. And I'm going, okay, thank you. Like I just, it floors me, the generosity. And it reminds me that they are God's people and they are Yeah, um, one thing that stands out to me um, going out is, like, I don't know, we pray for boldness in us, and I, like, I don't know what you say. I experience boldness the most when I go out. Like, I'm always surprised how, okay, let's talk to this person. Like, in normal, in my normal day, I don't do that, but, and it's, there's no fear. Like, it's interesting that this. When I look back on it, like okay, these are not the most safest situations too sometimes, and then but there's no fear and boldness, and I think many of us experienced that. But there was another thing I want to share. I forget. Yeah. Anyway, maybe it'll come later. <laughs> but yeah, the boldness um, is something that's really is exciting also to experience. Where do you want to come? Oh, everyone. <laughs> the Crawford family is now a part of this. Um, yeah, for myself, uh, there was also, I think, two instances which stood out. One of them. Uh, where Mike shared, we prayed for a guy who just started crying because he was so touched, just to be physically touched. If you can imagine, just being a, by yourself on the street. <laughs> Nobody wants to touch you. So somebody can come and pray for you. And then laid his hand on him. And it would have been nice if he was jumping up and down and he was 100% healed, but he was touched by the love of God. And I just realized that God is sending us out there to be his hands and feet. And yeah, as Mimi said, just when you go out there, the boldness comes. I'm definitely an introvert. I don't like talking. I don't know. But when, when I'm out there, it's it's not so difficult somehow. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So that's just the one thing I've taken away that we are out there to be God's hands and to share his stuff to people. Yeah. 
Um, for me, I just noticed how open and honest the people are that we go out and uh, see. They're just very willing to tell their story and just, um, yeah, just really honest and vulnerable. So that really makes it easy for us to talk to them and um, pray for them. For me, the, the reflection that I have was the first the afternoon before we went out for the first time. So actually, we, did, we didn't really talk about here. It was a training, which is actually really, really fun. Uh, Noah ran us through a bunch of different exercises about hearing from God and getting words for each other, which um, that was actually really awesome uh, to get the words that God spoke clearly to people. Like we, A lot of us were really, really moved by just the words that we got for each other during the, the, the weeks preparing for this. And it really encouraged us to, that we were going to hear from him. But the, the night or the, the afternoon before we went out for the first Sunday, I was, I was really, really nervous and just thinking like, oh, you know, you get that, that resistance. It says you, you can't do this. And so I, I just went to prayer and I, just, I said, Lord, like I, I, don't, I, don't think this is, uh, I don't think this is for me. I don't think I can do this. It just it, it seemed like such a mountain. And he gave me the scripture of Matthew 25. And it's the sheep and the goats. But at the end, Jesus says to the people that did something, he said, whatever you did for the least of my brethren, you've done it unto me. And so Jesus said, you're not coming to bring Jesus to these people. You're coming to see me. Will you come see me? And he said, his word says that that's, that's him. That's him on the streets. And will I come see him? And it just changed my perspective. It just totally changed my perspective. I was going to see Jesus on Sunday nights. And sometimes Jesus was a little bit rough around the edges. Sometimes Jesus um, challenged uh, the way I saw the world. Sometimes Jesus humbled me. But I was going to see Jesus on Sunday nights, not because his word says that. And so it just it radically changed the way I, I saw us going. Yeah, I think just for me, um, having experienced um, street evangelism before, um, I think it's something more special when you're doing it where you live. And, yeah, these are people that um, sometimes we see um, the same person the next week um, and we can reconnect with them. Um, and they're people within our Red Deer community, um, which I think makes it more powerful than um, doing ministry in another continent. Um, so, yeah, just for me, just having... Having it in Red Deer has just been really good. Cool. Thanks, everyone, for sharing. As we um, as we were reflecting, um, was it two weeks ago, sitting around a table, okay, what are we going to share? What are the stories? What are the reflections that we're going to share? As, as we were finishing that up, we, we one of the exercises that Noah leads us through is we just read a whole Bible book or 
you know, as many chapters as we can on, on the nights where we come here instead of going to the street. And so uh, the, the Bible was still open in front of Suzanne. And as we'd been sharing all of our stories and putting this, this talk together here, uh, she said, I just feel like I have experienced the Bible coming to life. Like I'm living what I see here in scripture. It was, it was just a profound moment. And I think in, in small ways, we have all experienced that. Um, anyone's welcome to come. Um, and you don't need to go through training first. You're welcome just to come and you know, join us as we talk to people. Anyone can pray. Anyone can talk to people and, and uh, see what it's like. See if this is something God, God wants you to uh, join in with. But no pressure, but the door is open. Uh, we're going out to the streets tonight, right? 6.30, we meet outside City Hall at 6.30 um, on the Ross Street side. So we'd love to see you join us. That's it. So would you thank our, our friends for sharing this morning? They were nervous to share. <laughs> yeah. um, we're going to continue in worship. So let's uh, invite Roy back up. Let's continue in worship. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. I'm going to invite Sandra Kadju to come up. She has one more thing to share. Um, yeah, so our, um, our Sunday group would love to just bring... A little bit of Sunday night here this morning, and we would just love the opportunity to just pray for all of you. Um, there's a lot of you, but we're going to be up here for as long as it takes in, in groups of probably twos, and we just invite you to come up either individually or as couples or as families, and um, you don't need to have like a burning prayer re- request. If you do, that's great too, but yeah, just come and receive even just a prayer of blessing or whatever the Lord wants to do, we just invite you into that. Okay, so we'll invite the team to come back up. Those of you who have to leave are welcome to leave, but those who would like prayer, um, please feel free to come forward and we would be happy to pray over you.